No one ever taught us how to maintain friendships with our female friends. We've learned how to maintain our romantic relationships, how to work through differences in our romantic relationships. But as far as friendships, there's no manual for that. And we're kind of just ebbing and flowing with life in terms of that. So if you are a woman and you have friends or you may be going through a rough patch with a friend, keep listening for welcome back to another episode of be a better baddie your ultimate guide to of course be a better baddie i'm quenisha your host cheerleader teacher and fellow baddie every episode is dedicated to helping women navigate through life's ups and downs as a self-aware baddie at the end of each episode i'll leave you with a homework assignment that'll help you process the information you just received So today we're going to talk about something clearly I'm very interested in and for good reason, of course. Um, We're talking about friendships. So this is my second episode about friendships. And I think it's important for the baddies of the world to talk about their friendships because it's important for us to have female counterparts to experience life with. There is as far as I know, no instruction manual to life. So going through life together definitely makes it make more sense. Um, So I definitely have some things I wanna address because a lot of things are coming into perspective for me as I get closer to auntie status, AKA 30. Um, I can see myself growing apart from friends. I can see myself growing closer to certain friends and definitely putting in more work to maintain that friendship, Um, recategorizing friends, and most importantly, redefining what I think a friend is to me. So in the episode earlier this year, I talked about the title was like five, five friendship lessons I learned in my 20s. And one of the lessons was friends for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. So I want to quickly recap on that before I jump into that, because I feel like this was the most important lesson. Um, So friends for a reason, you have that person in your life to fulfill a certain need, whether it be emotional, physical, spiritual, mental, friends for a season, Each season you enter, whether it be a new job, a new apartment, a new school, a new kickball team, it comes with different groups of people. So once you're in that season, you will become friends with those people or consider them as friends. And maybe when you leave that season of your life, you'll leave those friends in that season. Maybe they'll come with you, no say. And then your lifetime friends. So these are a mixture of reason and season friends but there's definitely a strong emotional foundation there you're gonna go through ups and downs periods of not talking and then periods of non-stop contact but overall those are friends that those are the friends that you have for your life i'm assuming i'm assuming um so today we're discussing breakups with all these friends these different types of friends there may come a time where you break up or you go your separate ways. And we don't typically talk about friend breakups. We know everything about romantic breakups, but 
Friendship breakups are generally speaking uncharted territory. Fun fact though, as I was researching, there are, well, I follow a friendship coach on TikTok already. So I already knew that, but like, she's always talking about research that people do on friendships. And I saw the research finally. So that was pretty cool. Um, that, that, that's, that's all I wanted to say about that. Um, so let's, let's tap into this, this, this newfound season of wisdom that I feel. So what I thought friendship would look like when I was younger would be me having a huge group of friends, maybe four to five friends all the time. Like we see each other every day. We do everything together. We're pretty involved in each other's lives. So thanks sex in the city, girlfriends, even friends, um, Moesha, all those shows, right? You think about how friendship was portrayed to the viewers and especially as children, that, that that's what I thought friendship would look like. But as an adult, I know that that is not true. You do not get to see your friends every day for the most part. I mean, like post-college, but it doesn't work that way. And I've always wondered why my mom always only called a handful of women in her life her friends. She was always so quick to correct me whenever I called a woman that I saw her with, her friend, and she was like, that's not my friend. And I feel that now because she was, she knew, she knew who she considered as a friend. She knew who fulfilled that need in her life, et cetera. So, yeah, yeah, reflecting on that. And then on a large scale, like in our society, there's no incentive to having friends. There's no incentive to nurturing friendships or anything, right? We've been taught how to work through situations with our romantic partner, how to build stronger connections with them, how to do everything with them. But we don't get that for friends. Female friendships, for the most part, should be fun, frivolous, easygoing, while the hard work and the serious conversations and all the work are reserved for our romantic relationships. I think that's stupid. Um, you've heard me say that before, I think. It's stupid. It, it is not that way. So let me jump into friendship breakups and four truths about friendship breakups. I am going to start off with a heavy hitter and then I'm going to ease the way, okay? I'm gonna ease it. So the first truth about friendship breakups, some, friend, some, bleh, some friends were never truly friends. So there are women that prioritize male validation and those women will never have strong female friendships because ultimately they see other women as competition. So think about this as the girl who prefers to have male friends because they quote unquote cause less drama or the girl who literally just wants to hang out with her boyfriend or husband. These, these women prefer male validation and they only see themselves through the male gaze. That is what they exist for. And they can get out of the sunken place very much so, but they have to start viewing the women around them differently. They have to start seeing women as companions as well. So these women are the ones that will go through the, the, the highest mountain, 
the hilliest hill, the lowest valley, and the deepest ocean to stay in their man's life. But if as a friend, they would cut you off instantly if you did something to them. So just keep that in mind. Definitely if you have that type of person in your life, you're probably not even seen as a friend. That's the first one. Second truth is the way you live your life and your values will impact your friendships. So thinking back on the majority of the arguments and disagreements that I've got into with friends, it stems from me sharing my opinion with them. And I can't say I won't do that again. I can't say that I'm going to stop doing it. I think that I, I, when I share my opinion, so the reason I think that that impacts friendships, your, you sharing your values and the way you live your life, it could be viewed as degrading in a sense. It's sort of like saying, hey, I think my opinion is better than what you're thinking. Do what I'm saying. Or, hey, my life's better than yours. I'm just trying to think about how it can be interpreted um, to think that it's negative. So, hey, I think my life's better than yours. Listen to what I'm saying. When it, it isn't always that, but just know that when you live your life a certain way or value certain things, everyone around you is not going to want the same things as you. And that's okay, that's natural. But you should be prepared to be disagreed with and people may misinterpret that. They may think it's coming from a place of judgment. That's the second truth I have. Third truth is you not wanting to put in work to make the friendship work says it all. So we all know all relationships require maintenance. And if you don't want to put in the work because it doesn't seem worth it to you, then that says it all. Then you just watch things fall apart. That's all. Um, there was this meme floating around a couple, I don't know if it was months or years ago, but basically placing low maintenance friendships on a pedestal. So I went and found the, the exact message and it was saying, shout out to low maintenance friends. The ones you don't talk to for months because you are both busy in life, but when you meet up, there's nothing but love. Um, yeah, shout out to them. But I think that was a little strange because it's like, do we want to not talk to our friends for months at a time? Like, why, why glorify that type of friendship? So that sounds like someone not wanting to necessarily put in work to make a friendship. Like, I guess, relevant to their life. So it makes it seem like being involved in each other's lives is a bad thing. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that's the best kind. But then on the reverse side, I looked up a high maintenance friendship meme and it was very negative. Um, it says, and it's a quote. I didn't look up the book. Wait, mm, never mind. It's from How to Be a Badass. It's not a real book, but it's a real book. Um, the quote says the high maintenance friend is typically a controller and requires accounting for every misstep in your life. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure how to interpret it because the two seem completely different and 
like on two different extremes. But I did find this really cool graphic and I will make sure to post this on Instagram, but it shows the four different types of relationships and how to handle them. So there's, it's a quadrant. So you have high reward, high maintenance, high reward, low maintenance, low reward, high maintenance, low reward, low maintenance. So those in the, if you can, if you can see this in your head right now, or if you just go pull it up right now. So the high reward, high maintenance people are kids, for instance, and they have key clients, I guess they're throwing in work. So these are the ones where you need to be fully present and plan renewal time for yourself. So I can see that because kids are high maintenance. They require a lot. Um, key clients. Okay, moving on. You know how I feel about work. Um, then the high reward, low maintenance are close friends or a spouse. So you nurture these relationships, but then you also take time Sorry, you also have regular meaningful connection and communication. So I understand low maintenance in that regard, and especially with them saying close friends and ideal spouse, you nurture these relationships. The meme that was floating around just said, hey, I'll see you when I see you. Let's catch up. Low reward, high maintenance friends, I mean relationships, is any relationship that constantly brings you down or brings out your worst so it's it's not a fun relationship and you're in it. It doesn't even specify just as any relationship. And then low reward, low maintenance. These are casual friends or acquaintances. You enjoy them for what they are and you keep your expectations modest. So maybe your work friends that you may go out with um, on Friday or something of that sort. So this was a very nice graphic, but we will continue to truth number four, um, we tend to stay in unhappy friendships, just like we stay at unfulfilling jobs or stagnant relationships. We also stay in unhappy relationship friendships because a number of reasons we may feel obligated to. It may be easier to just pretend to remain to be friends, or you just don't really know how to end it, you know? there there's a there's a problem there's a possibility that's happening to you especially when you do think about breaking up with a friend how your life will shift like all the the routine things that you would do with that person or maybe they're a part of a friend group like how that will shift so it is difficult to think about breaking up with a friend because of the life alterations that'll happen but this fun fact did come up whilst I was researching. Scientists say people are happiest with three to five close friends. Three to five. So when you think about all those people you even see on Instagram, they have like 12 friends. They only need three to five of them. So if you have three to five friends in your life, you're good, sis. You're G-O-D-D-D. -D -D. Um... And then in terms of that, too, we staying, staying in unhappy friendships, some friendships just aren't worth repairing because you don't have the time or energy to do so. And this relates to, like, you not wanting to, like, maintain the friendship. So I think definitely when we think about friendship breakups, it's important to reflect on you and the role you played in it because 
I mean, sure, it could be one-sided, but I'm sure you played your part in it as well, being that you are a functioning human being in a relationship. So definitely do think about the role you played in the demise of the friendship. Now, I do want to just leave with about, what am I leaving with? Just three things, just three things I want to say, you know. Ultimately, you're not meant to keep the same friends until you're 90, but I hope I do though. But thinking about it, like the friends you obviously made when you were 13, they're not probably your friends when you are 30. The friends you make when you're 30 probably aren't your friends when you're 50. And I think it's just coming to terms with the fact that all friendships aren't meant to be lifetime friendships. I think that's important. Me, personally, I want to live in the same city as all my best friends when we get older and have kids so we can raise them all together. I know that's not the most realistic thing, but I hope it happens. But here are the three things I want you to walk away with. One, you cannot control anyone except for yourself. Remember that no matter how many conversations you have, no matter how many times you express your disdain towards something you can't control any other person or even a situation except yourself. Two, assume the best in people, especially those people that you call friends. So in terms of them sharing their opinion, assume the best. Like, why would they want to hurt you? Just ask for clarification. And then three, cherish the friends that you do have and make them feel appreciated. So as I was typing this, I did text my my closest friends, and I told them I love them, just so they know. Um, I got some I love you twos, and then I got why are you saying that, but that's normal for that person. So for your homework, that is that, that's your homework. Text your friends right now, send them a message saying that you appreciate them, and nurture those friendships that you do have. Friendship breakups are hard, they may happen, life goes on, but do take the time to I've been hearing this so much. Take the time to mourn the friendship you had because it mattered. You had that person in your life for a period of time and I'm sure you enjoyed some of that time with them. That's okay. Things may come to an end. They may not. Maybe you need to take a break and cool off. No say. But there you are. Be a better baddie. And just think about those things. Bye.